Okay, so that's that's <laughs> actually that is the the most common way that this, this podcast starts. It's okay, so so <laughs> <laughs> like my way of segueing. Yeah. Okay, just... so um, can I, I start not it with an a... okay, sir? Yeah. Okay, so no, <laughs> I can't. You stole my line. Any... I stole your line. I don't have anything to start with though. What are you drinking? How are you feeling? Today? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need any more proof that we're so out of this? <laughs> this has been such a weird start to your podcast. I is don't it, even wait, know where started? this is. Wait, have we started? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. screw it. Let's use it. Let's use it. It saves use having it. to actually come up with something. So what are you drinking today? Tea. I have a strawberry milkshake. This, this took us four minutes to... To do an intro, we are four minutes in already. Um, currently, for you, it's about twenty seconds, but for us, it's been hey, quite. The you morning. don't know. I might put this right at the end. Well, why would you do that? Well, this you is the beginning. Know, it's like a, it's like <laughs> a backmasking. Like you've got to listen to the podcast in reverse to try and understand what we're saying. Yeah, it's all just. It's the uh, German dub. That, yeah, was, that was reverse German. Can we get a German dub for this podcast just so that that joke's funny? Should we do that sometime? Should we like go on Fiverr, find <laughs> some two German guys and go, hey, can you dub this podcast for us in German? Hey, can you talk to each other and be equally unfunny? Like to an nth degree, but so in your got native a, language. They've got, to, they've got to sit together in their little, little bedroom, I don't know. And, yeah. And, they, and they, listen. they have to be brothers, otherwise it doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, and they've got to listen to the <laughs> podcast and recite it in its entirety, to, with the exact nuances of our voice translated into German. Yeah. Otherwise, so I, I don't mean... hear the German version of. Okay, so. <laughs> what is German for? Okay, so. Let me let me turn it up. Okay, I've German. got it. Number one. Okay, also. It's okay, also. It's okay also. Oh, that's quite disappointing. I thought it'd be something really, like, long and confusing and, you know, German-sounding. Yo, that's swag. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Cut to a segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, speaking of segments, right, which I don't know if that makes sense because I don't know if they'll get the cut to the segment bit in the podcast, so... Okay, well, whatever. It's a mystery. It's like, this is like the Cluedo version of podcasts. <laughs> You've got to work out what was said beforehand. <laughs> It's like the Five Nights at Freddy's timeline of podcasts. It's just a mess that doesn't make sense, and Matt Pat has to explain it. Um, okay, basically, I had an idea, right? So, I've said before, and I don't know whether I've said it on the podcast, but I've said before to you, I know, that my, when it comes to Christmas, my uncle is different Unique. at giving presents. Um... <laughs> And, you know, I can think of, like, two examples of presents that were really, really good from him. But for the past few years, you know, I mean, I, I thought it would peak at Poundland um, um, DVDs. I mean, they are which, top stuff. I mean, yeah, obviously. How many copies but, um, of um, fucking Inception do you want? No, Inception's too good for Poundland. Yeah. No, it was uh, Men in Black. Um, That's for what those I like wondering. It. 
<laughs> no, um, but this year I got um, a mug, uh, a, a Reese's peanut butter mug. Um, and mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, I hate peanut butter. So, yeah. At least I got a shiny mug out of it. The mug's nice. Um, and we basically just got a bunch of chocolate otherwise. And all of the, uh, bonus points because all of the chocolate was out of date. Um, and moldy. <laughs> Um, so... What guy? <laughs> yeah, right? Great. But, um, what I also got, and I thought I kept it out for the thing, because I thought it was a funny gag, but now I don't know where I put it, but I'll find it. There it is. Um, he gave me, in the UK, um, Lego have a crossover with Sainsbury's, where what they the do, fuck? um, trading cards, and I got, I counted, uh, I think it was like 28 packets of free Lego trading cards. What the hell? So I thought it'd be fun every podcast or maybe every stream to open one of these and see what happens. Does that sound like a good segment to you or what? Let's go with it. We've got nothing else right now. (laughs) We just talked about German gay brothers for five minutes. Free Sainsbury's card pack unboxing. I thought I just tore it, but actually, no, they're just so cheap that literally the packaging is made of paper. Listen. It's wrapped in paper. Lovely. All right. That's a satisfying sound. It is, actually. So, what what do we get here? What's in a... a packet? We've got a a corn on the cob man that's shiny. Introducing... Corny McCobb. He's an expert in bananas, watermelons, and those delicious little berries that grow How in the about woods. We pick two characters and we've got to make a scene. <laughs> okay, okay. The other two characters are The Breakdancer, great name. Um, Gourmet Chef, great name. Gourmet chef. And Race Car Guy. Okay. So, I'm Bagsing Corn Cobb Guy. Uh, um, Corny McCobb. Can I be Gourmet Chef? You you want to be gourmet chef? It is a woman. Okay, um, that's fine. I can, let me give I can... you her her rundown. <clears throat> okay, give me her rundown. She is hiding a terrible secret behind all those fine ingredients and expert cooking methods. All she really wants is microwavable lasagna. It's <laughs> like a fucking Garfield plotline. <laughs> all right, so interaction in we're we're now an improv podcast. Interaction between uh, gourmet chef hiding a terrible secret. And Corny McCobb, which is a holographic card, by the way. Ultra rare. Oh my rare. god, it's a rare. Okay. Holographic Corny, Corny McCobb. McCobb. You're, you're, come on, walk into my restaurant. It's me, Corny McCobb, here, and I would like a lasagna. Oh, you'd like a lasagna? Well, what's your favourite type? Watermelon lasagna, love. Uh, uh, nah. That's not really within my my gourmet abilities. I can give you pig shit lasagna. Um, is that like what they spit on the fields next to me house? <laughs> you haven't understood me accent. Is that the problem? <laughs> Discord just decided to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna work. <laughs> uh, okay, um, let's let's so, so uh, Corny McCobb, day jobs. The Let's tales of Corny McCobb and um, Gourmet Chef. 
So apparently we can Conclude. only do improv when we use like Chicago mafia accents. <laughs> I was going for like a, a wheezing old Yorkshire farmer. Um, Corny McCobb. Uh, there's two other cards if you want to try again. No. <laughs> Race Please car don't. guy and break dancer lady. Um, speaking of gourmet <laughs> chefs, though, uh, what's what's the worst meal you've ever had? Hmm, that's a good question, actually. It can be microwave. It can be prepackaged. It can be at Gordon Ramsay's. Is this your segue into your tuna meatballs? Maybe. I would have gotten away for it if it weren't for you meddling kid. <laughs> what can I say? I could just infer. I could. I, I heard the words that you said before and I was like, hmm, tuna, meatballs. He's going to talk about tuna meatballs. Could have like been worse. You could have been. It's like, like a beautiful mind. You've got your board. I, mean, I got my like, little board and tuna on the thing. And it's like, I draw this parallel with this parallel and gourmet chef and corny corn cob cobs and meatballs. Oh my god, we've got to call each other Gourmet Chef and Corny McCobb the whole the whole podcast now. Okay, That's the corny. rules. Okay, okay Gourmet. <laughs> corny and Gourmet. Corny and Gourmet. World, world Adventurers. I don't know why my brain went to World Trade Rangers. That was where my brain was going. I was like, That's, yeah, I shouldn't say that. Okay, anyway, Corny McCobb. What's the yes. best, worst meal you've ever had? It is I, Corny McCobb. The worst meal... I don't know. But when, I, I can't pick anything specific, but I really hate when you get like a, a microwave like spaghetti bolognese and they put mushrooms in it. Yeah, I, hate, I, I mushroom. hate mushrooms in general, but like, don't do it. Yeah, why would you put it in... Why would you do that? Why would you take something that tastes perfectly good and put mushrooms in it? Why? Do you, why? Yeah. I don't mind the microwave lasagna meals as gourmet chef, but no, genuinely, I don't <laughs> mind microwave lasagnas or spag bol. They're, they're both pretty decent, but then you, you see a massive bloody mushroom and it's like, no. Yeah. The thing is sometimes as well with like a microwave lasagna or, or something, sometimes it gets a bit like the meat begins to taste less and less of meat every time you have one, if that makes sense. Well, because you realise that it's just... It's it's just like pulp. It's just cow pulp. Mmm, cow pulp. The Findus promise. <laughs> it's better than horse meat, I suppose. I mean, I don't know, actually. I mean, I had a lot of, like, products that could have been horse during that situation. And if I did, I have no complaints. <laughs> it's just like, this is like, what, 10, 11 years later now, pretty much? Since well, the Findus horse lasagna scandal, and it's I thought still... it was Tesco. If I type in horse lasagna, hang on. I'm pretty sure it was Tesco that did it. It was 2013 Findus. Yeah, it was Findus and oh, Tesco, I, Tesco. I believe. Oh, double whammy. The old one, too. Oh, my God. There's like 11 companies involved in this. <laughs> it's a global horse meat scandal. Um, apparently... Oh, it says December seizures. I thought the horse meat gave people seizures then, but no, they just they seized the horse meat in France. Oh, they they grasped the horse firmly and were like, "Don't eat him." I think, yeah. Earlier this week on Monday, it was Monday. Today is not Monday. It was. 
Wow. But, um, that was a I great conversation. Lunch, and usually I do something normal, like I make a sandwich. But, you know, we I think it was Asda, and it was there, and you picked it up, and you bring it back. But basically, this, this was pasta. John West, the, the tuna lads, as, as we called them affectionately in this country. Yeah. Apart from never. <laughs> but, I mean, they are the tuna lads, though, so... Yeah. But basically, um, it was like this, this pasta, this tomato-y, garlicky pasta with meatballs right. made of tuna. See, I've already, I'm already confused. It's wrong. So I already don't said, understand. <laughs> it said, put it in the microwave for two minutes. So I did. Right. Okay. I was I was fearing my microwave's life at this point. You know, <laughs> he's been through a lot. Yeah, a lot of beans have been microwaved in there. A lot of lot of beans, a lot of lasagnas, I assume, um, gourmet. A lot of Tesco meal deals, not meal deals. No, <laughs> imagine that. So, why would you, <laughs> you? I mean, it depends what you get. I mean, like if you get like, wait, is there anything in a Tesco meal deal that could you take your like be egg and cress sandwich and just shove it in the microwave? I mean, I. Could... Hmm. I could maybe justify microwaving like a ham and cheese sandwich if you've toasted it first, just to make the cheese gooey. Mm. Or, yeah, yeah. But then it would go soggy. Mm. Well, yeah, it'd be quite weird. Or you could, I don't know, maybe one of the pastas. Like, maybe that could yeah. be acceptable. But, I mean, most of them are like white creamy sauces, so that wouldn't really work either. So, I put these in the microwave. I right. You pierced the lid, which was the hardest lid to pierce with a fork ever. It's like plastic pot. Right. Stubborn one. Stubborn plastic. So I put it in and it sizzled. It was just spinning around like. Now why? What the hell? (laughs) Did you take it out of the the foil bit? Yeah, there was no foil to take it out of. Oh, I I assume. Because I thought that I'd seen those before and they have like foil trays. No. No, these are new ones. They're not the original <coughs> John West tuna meal deal things. Sometimes you probably seen on Ashens. Right. They are just as bad. But no, they're <laughs> not the same one. So it started right. sizzling and I just let it carry on. I was like, what's the worst going to happen? I went through, talked to my dad, and then I overheard from the other like room was bang. <laughs> I could, yeah. And it was like, oh. It's like, has, oh. has there been a, a tuna explosion? <laughs> You've tuned uh, luckily, the microwave again. There hadn't. <laughs> but so I, I took it out. It was it was boiling hot and it stunk. It just stunk of tomato, garlic, and fish. Mm. So Yummy. I naturally I, I I had the painful experience of pouring it into a bowl. Right. And it was the most disgusting thing I've eaten in a while. That's a shame. Because I was like kind of hoping that that would be okay. At no, least. the pasta was bad. Right. Like, because it just tasted of fish. And then the tuna meatballs, like, you pick it up. It looks like a meatball. You put it in your mouth, and it's just, like, this weird, warm tuna. And it's like, what? Mm. Yeah, Because it kind of, like, it could pass for a proper meatball, because they're, like, 2% meat. Yeah. So, biting into this, this was, like, probably quite high tuna content as well. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, just like, oh, oh, oh. Yobo. Um. So I'm gonna make a reference back to our first ever podcast, which is back in July now. Right. Because we've been that unproductive. That's one of our New Year's resolutions: is to actually like release podcasts. Wait, so you know how really? we discussed 
Yeah, it's been like six months. Wow. So, you know how we discussed microwaving tea and how I said it was an abomination? Oh, yeah. I mean, like and I you said, said, unless... kind of cool. Unless it... I, I only, like, accept it if you've had tea and it goes cold. Yeah. You're and not going to, like, put, put your tea back and water in the microwave. Oh, no, that's that's a sin. That's like an That's actual, something Jay could do. That's criminal. Yeah, but he's he doesn't drink tea, so he gets, like, somewhat of a pass. Yeah, but... Just a little bit. A few weeks ago... I did it. You microwave tea. Yeah, it had gone cold, but it hadn't gone cold enough to be able to drink it cold yet. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's the point. That's why microwaves were made. It's not. Because, you know, if if it's still warm, like this is what's left of this is still warm, it's fine. If it's really cold, it's kind of also okay. Because you just kind of suck it up and go, oh, well. But if it's somewhere in yeah. the middle, it's uncomfortable. So I just yeah, microwaved it's like, it. I know exactly what you mean. It's like that sort of temperature where it's warm when it goes into your mouth, but it's cold when you swallow it. And that is the worst feeling yeah, in the it's, world. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worse than, than anything. Than any, anything ever, frankly. Yeah, it's like, step aside, World War II. The tea's cold. <laughs> step aside, World War II. My tea is cold. This is an outrage. I want a full refund. That is, that's the British way. This is the way. Yeah. I've, I've never been one to, to turn back, turn away meals when something's not right. I've yeah. always hated it. Because some people I know, like, will do it with ease. They'll just be like, oh, get rid of it. Too cold. This burger has too many onions. I'm not eating it. <laughs> like a four-year-old. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was or where I was going with it, but it happened. But like I've never wanted to turn it back because there's like there's been times when I've like gone out to eat like yeah ow but sorry if you heard you that you don't want to like <laughs> there's like a ripple in the waveforms whoa <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to turn this food back because you just I just never want to kick up a fuss like yeah but then sometimes like I was at like um um a Weatherspoons like establishment. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Weatherspoons. It was very near to both of us. I'm not going to name the company, but you can probably oh! think about it. We talked about the animal already today. Right. The empty Gigi. The empty Gigi, yeah. So I was at the empty Gigi. Mm. And, um, you know, I think I had like a brownie and there was like a piece of plastic in it. Yeah. Like embedded, like deep in the brownie. And like originally I wasn't <laughs> going to like go, yo, there's plastic in here. But then I was like, for once, I was like, no, there's plastic in here. <laughs> yeah, food and standards. Like, well, uh, well, uh, well, it can't have got in there. I'm like, well, it, what? They're like, you must have put it in yourself. It's like, there's plastic, like, an inch in into this brownie. brownie. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have, like, a surgical precision with my, <laughs> my readily prepared tweezers and plastic to just dive into the, the, this brownie and just wedge a little piece <laughs> of blue plastic in there. I love that. I love that the idea that they think that you've planted evidence. It's like they've cut. It's 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 like, it's like an actual criminal, isn't it? They'll just find any reason to try and be like, I wasn't robbing the bank. I was testing my AK forty seven near the window, and my grandma just happened to buy me a new uh, clown mask for Christmas, and do, I was wearing you do that. Get that like. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
Uh, uh, someone I know, someone we both know works at like a restaurant pub place. That's very vague, but go on. <laughs> um, I won't say their name for protective purposes. Can we do the, the first the first letter thing? Like um, Larry McDonald. Curly Kerr. Carl. No, it's a, it's a C. Why am I? Yeah, Carl with a C. Like Carl Weezer. Uh, yeah, Carl. Okay, so Carl Weezer works at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I know who you mean now, for reference, by the way. Yeah. Gotcha. And, um, like, there's someone there that actually, like, like put their own plastic in the food. What? You just, like, bring a piece of plastic with you and you're like, <laughs> they put their own, like, <laughs> show like, plastic in the food. Like, what are they thinking? I'll get these with putting my own plastic in the food. <laughs> But like, what do you think you're gonna get out of that? You're just, realistically, most places are just gonna make the food for you again, so you're not getting it for free or anything. You're just having to wait even longer <laughs> for the food. Do you think you or get the- people at like at like restaurants that just grab a glass of wine, and like pour it over themselves, like, oh no, oh, faulty glasses. <laughs> the thing is, though, I think like I I have had like actually like bad you know service experiences when I was a kid. We went to Blackpool for my birthday, and there was this like little cafe around the corner from where we well, were. Well, you staying. were in Blackpool, so it was going to be depressing. <laughs> um, yeah, and there was this little cafe just like a, a corner away, um, and they did like the best chocolate cake and custard like ten year old me had ever tasted. Right, so we went there two or three times, and th- like the last time we went there. They were bringing out like the like a tray full of tea, and the waitress slips, and the entire tray of like six or seven coffees and teas just splooshed all over me, boiling hot, fresh out the tea maker. That is fresh out of the tea maker. <laughs> but well, you get ha- my sorry, point, right? Blackpool <laughs> hasn't evolved to the point of having kettles yet. <laughs> they just take the water out the boiler. <laughs> they run the bath until it's hot enough. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, so imagine ten-year-old me sat there one second, excited to get his chocolate cake, the next covered in boiling hot sticky tea. Sticky tea. Um, well, you know, it had sugar and stuff in it, so sugar and spice and all things nice. Yeah. So yeah, point is, it, it wasn't very nice, and they gave me my cake for free. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. This yeah. isn't related, but once when I was abroad, I got caught in like a, a flash flood. Right. No, that anecdote. Anic- no, the anecdote's bad. I'm not going to tell it. Wow, great! It's a fantastic story. <laughs> Cheers for that. Glad I got invested in your story. No, I've already told one like spiraling a, a spiraling anecdote today. I don't want to tell another. Well, how, what else do you think podcasts are for? Making fun of people? No. No, sorry, I wasn't trying to give you, like, deadly silence. I was just having a sip of my milkshake, so... You know. You're having a poo of your milkshake, what? So I'm having a sip, goddammit. Can they build that? Can can they make an office chair like like a gamer chair what? that's like got a dedicated toilet? It's like um there was a Kickstarter project a few years ago that was like a it was like a a saddle for your dog that has like a a little catcher thingy with a dog poo bag underneath their <laughs> bum so that they could just sort of 
poo whenever they wanted and it would pick it up for you. Yeah. And I like, thought, wow, how inhumane. <laughs> but whatever, right? Whatever. We move. I, Speaking of... Oh, sorry. You want to go on a tangent. Sorry. Go I just want to say, like, imagine the thought of, like, you're playing WoW. I'm sorry, WoW. I don't know why you're the game of choice here, <laughs> but you're, like, you're really trying to, you know, win this battle. Like, oh, but guys, I need to go. It's like, fear not, because you've got the poop chair. <laughs> and he just kegs down. He has, like, a little lever at the side. He cranks it, and, like, a, like a door opens, and he just goes... Mm. And the shit just evacuates into a little chamber below, and then he like you has like, it was a... like a, sp- a spinny chair as well. You could do a full three sixty. <laughs> and then he might have like a little a like Japanese like button that just like does all the wiping for him, and then he closes it again and carries on the boss fight. <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible! Your room would just stink of poo all the time. Anyway, completely going away from this as quick as possible. Talking about Kickstarter before. Um... I've noticed a massive surge in ads for Indiegogo and Kickstarter projects on YouTube. Really? And I don't know whether I'm the only one, but I've had like four or five completely different kinds of products advertised to me on on YouTube that are non-existent. <laughs> and the worst thing is, all of the things that I've seen are really, really interesting to me. And then I, it's like all of the adverts, like the only three adverts that I've actually followed up on on, from YouTube in the past, like, month have all led me to Indiegogo. And that's really annoying because I'm not going to pay for a product I might not get. <laughs> Point is, it's really annoying because I'm like, oh, wow, look at this cool pro- product. Like, I've had, okay, three completely separate ones. Uh, one was um, literally just before the video that I watched before we started doing this podcast, I got an advert for... It's like a it's a it's a, it's like a thermos flask cup, right? But mm-hmm. there's an actual cup built into the bottom of it, so you can take the cup out, and then the lid for the flask also works as a lid for the cup, so you don't have to have horrible plastic, you know, like paper cups from like Starbucks or whatever. You have like an actual little little cup that comes out the bottom, which sounds completely useless, but they sold it to me really well. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, it's reminded me of when we go into, like, when, when we're uptown and we go into Menkind, which is just tap. Right, it's it's the exact same kind of thing. It's, it's like, the... like <laughs> Menkind is where Kickstarters go to die. Yeah. Like, the Mighty, apart from the Mighty Mug, the Mighty Mug is always there, and every time someone punches the Mighty <laughs> Mug and it falls over. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. For people that don't, um, it's it's... The idea is it's a mug that will never be able to fall over. And to be fair, to its credit, if you were to, like, knock it, it probably wouldn't go down, right? No. But <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> no, because I just... I'd rather just be more careful. Right? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, maybe you... if you're, like, a real klutz and you, like, constantly box your coffee mugs, then, yeah. <laughs> then you've got, like, a different problem. But yeah, I don't think that's a problem that you can solve with a mighty mug. <laughs> YouTube ads have gotten so weird. Like, I was on YouTube at like 3am this morning. Right. And like, you know you know when YouTube knows, obviously like YouTube knows what time it is for you. And yeah. I just got an ad that was like, are you feeling tired? Oh my How God. How about my voice will send you to sleep? Oh, no. Okay. I thought you were getting the cult adverts. I keep getting no, adverts I- for a cult. 
I think I've got I think I talked adverts. about this on the podcast before. No, I I you talked about this when done. we were when we were walking from one place to another. Oh, okay. Basically, um, there's this advert. I don't know whether it's a, a regional thing or whatever, but if you're watching YouTube in the UK at like any time past midnight, you'll get an advert of some woman that's like, "I don't know why you're awake this late." Or what's keeping you up? But basically, she's trying to recruit you to a crazy Christian cult, is the idea. Yeah. And I'm so fascinated by it, because if you actually follow up on that, which I've done, because I really want to know where this leads. Because like, I thought, wow, this is going to be a really exciting rabbit hole, right? Some random lady has told me at two in the morning that I need to find God. Well, I better listen to gold. her. Right? <laughs> so I followed the rabbit hole a couple times. But it goes nowhere. It's really hard to like actually do anything but join them. And I want to know more. I want to know more about the creepy cult that's trying to recruit me on YouTube at 2 in the morning. So if anyone has any information about what happens here, and you're not trying to recruit us to the cult, let us know. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast... But one thing I do quite like is um that's quite interesting is um the Great Molasses Flood in Boston. Slower than molasses drips it's... off a spoon. <laughs> it's such a weird thing, like that that like obviously a a storage tank filled with two point three million US gallons of molasses burst and like at a, at thirty five miles an hour molasses flooded through the streets of Boston. <laughs> So what it what is molasses? It's molasses like sticky like, syrupy stuff. Like a sweet sticky syrup. Imagine like golden syrup. Yeah. Flooding through the streets at at like thirty five miles an hour. <laughs> It'd be like the city skyline stream we did yesterday, except not with sewage. I think the um the the famous line is everything that a Bostonian touched was sticky. Oh, that's a uh, that's a sentence. So wow. basically, um, be careful when you store your molasses. There was also in April 2017 in Russia there was the Pepsi fruit juice flood, where uh, 7.4 <laughs> million US gallons of fruit and vegetable juices flooded into the street of Lebedian in Russia. What's a vegetable juice? <laughs> <laughs> What's vegetable juice? Oh like no, the juice. sweet syrup Tomato spilled juice. out again. I spilled me me carrot soup. There's so many. There's been the London beer flood, which is another one. But this is like in the 1800s. Like so that's kind of just cool. I, I imagine that uh, people were just like getting their tan cards and just filling them up. Yeah, just stick it on the floor and pick it up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably the way we deal with it. However, if yeah. it was a, a, a flooding of carrot juice, I'm not so sure. Nothing wasted, nothing gained. Carrots. <laughs> yeah, just carrots, dude. Just carrots. I don't need anything else. Um, so, do you want to leave it there? Maybe. Do you want to leave it there? I, I don't have anything to say. I've got something to say. Okay. Look at that monorail. Get out. <laughs> See you soon, becoming, everyone. like my favourite meme. Au revoir. Thank you for listening. Bon appétit.
don't forget. Re remember, everyone, don't forget your ears. Yeah.